Welcome everybody back to the Kingdom Real Estate Investors Podcast. This is your host, Ellis Hammond, founder of the Kingdom REI Mastermind. I'm telling you, we've got a special show. First off, because our guests, you're going to love, uh, we talk so much about really increasing or raising your belief lid. Our guest today has been 15 years or really, I think 20 years almost as an active duty military, uh, a lot of that in special forces, and is now about to transition and become a full time real estate investor. Um, telling you his story is, is really gonna uh, be impactful. You think you, you, you know, so much of, you know, you listen, you know, a lot of our listeners uh, here, like, oh, I'm gonna get into real estate investing, I'm gonna go do a duplex or a quadplex or, my man's coming out launching a mobile home park fund. So I'm telling you, your mind's going to be blown. But before we get to him, um, I want to introduce our co-host today because we're actually going to be doing a co-host. She's a member of our mastermind and a real estate investor, uh, a veteran in this industry for a long time. This is Bethany Finch. How are you? Hey, Ellis. So happy to be here. Excited. Uh, give us a quick bio of you. So our I'm folks traveling know like always, so I'm on the road, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. So real quick, you just so our audience knows you and your husband sold your house and have an RV and you're traveling across the country shopping deal. Do and do is that correct? Yeah. So us, God showed us about eight months ago to go in, into an RV because our during COVID, all of our investors and our teams were heading south. And it was not a good fit. So he just said, I want you to go to them. And so we did eight months ago. And it was the best we ever did, not just for our business, but for our teams. So we were excited to be able to see God's work and see how he moved it and continued to make it move. And he doesn't tell us to stop yet. So we're still here. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Well, hey, I'm excited to have you on here and uh, to just interview our, our, our guest. Bring up. Um, introduced to you, Bo uh, Wiltshire. Like I said, he is preparing to retire from the U.S. Army after 20 years of service. So grateful for your service, brother. But why I'm so pumped for you to get to hear his story is because I, I, I hope so much of this show just will increase the belief lid of anyone listening of what's possible once you have knowledge and education and a vision of where you want to go. And then if you'll go take action. And so, man, without further ado, what's up, brother? How are you? Hey, how's it going, y'all? Good seeing y'all again. Dude, welcome to the show, man. I know, I'm excited. Right, welcome, I, Bo. Yeah, that's what I was telling you. It's my first one. So I'm in, I'm in a room with rock stars, and I'm, I'm happy to break the seal with you guys. So first multifamily podcast show. Bo, I want to get into your story a good bit, but, but what really struck me when we had a conversation not too long ago is um, you heard, I guess, me or this podcast show share that story because I think it's really key to hear like how someone like you get started into this and how you get going. And then, and then we'll dive into more what your business isn't working, but I really want to start there. Yeah, for sure. So about, I don't like we talked about about a year and a half ago, I heard you on uh, with Michael Blanc and, you know, really talking about like, Hey, I'm, I'm planting churches and I'm in the ministry and I'm a believer and I'm trying to make this stuff happen. And I get out to San Diego and it's expensive. And, uh, you know, through the guys on here, everybody knows your story now, but when you talked about being able to pivot and use things you're passionate about, things you have gifts for, and like the things that you were you know, created to do, now I can take that and I can empower a whole lot of people to do a whole lot of great stuff. And I was like, holy smokes, like, that's it. Like, 
that makes a lot of sense. So that lit me up. And I, I like I told you before, like I've, I've sent that podcast and, you know, probably a dozen people like, listen to this. This is what we're doing. Like, this is what I want to do. Like, how do I do this? And, you know, obviously, I mean, we talk about like I'm coming out guns blazing with the, the fund and everything, but I started off slow. Like I started off, you know, thinking in the box, like most people do is like, hey, I've got to flip houses and I've got to do the burr method and like take one house at a time and turn it around and I don't know. It just it, one thing led to another and, and God kept putting people in our way that, you know, hey, build a team, do bigger stuff. Here, here's a guy that can show you how to do this. And here's a guy that can show you how to do that. And we ended up in the mastermind with Hunter and I, I ran into all you guys and was like, oh, yeah, you can go big. Like, why well, think small? And, yeah. you know, people just keep you know stumbling into your way. And, and that completely changed the way I look at everything. And then, you know, seeing some ministry opportunities that we were interested in. And, you know, we, we've talked about those as well of, you know, there's a lot of people that need a lot of help and there's a lot of people that can do a lot of good stuff for them. So coming out of the military mindset of like, I'm willing to hang it out there and, and build and take my lumps and, and take the shots and, and take action on stuff. And, you know, coincidentally, that works out really well for the real estate world. And, you know, as, as bold as you want to be, or as bold as you feel like you're supposed to be, get after it, man. Yeah, dude, this fires me up, man, just listening. So, um, guys, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I really hope this episode today causes you to think, pray, and and act bigger. And and Bo's going to be a testimony of that. So let me just pray towards that end. Uh, Father in heaven, thank you for today. Thank you for for Bethany and Bo being here and and just bringing us together. We pray that this episode uh, and our time together will glorify you and it would encourage your people uh, to dream, to act, to think bigger for your name's sake. In Christ's name, amen. Man, let's do it. Well, Ellis, you don't know this, but Bo was exceptionally cool to me right away. And that's exactly why I reached out to him because Bo serves at Fort Bragg where my brother also retired from and um, also in the army. And he also is still in the Raleigh, North Carolina area as well. And he spells his name Bo the same way this Bo spells his name. So he's already on my top cool list. That's right. Well, so that's so let's go back to that. You know, when you first heard the podcast and you had the idea of real estate, like you said, you kind of bounced around with some smaller stuff. How long, like, did you do a deal? Did you, like break, like, walk us into your first deal? Um, was it a mobile home park first, or did you kind of play around with some smaller stuff? Talk to us your, your very beginning and then how, you know, kind of that transition. Yeah, so starting, you know, even back a little bit further from that, I'd, I'd gotten into the whole, did the normal, the bigger pockets thing. And then I, I started figuring out that, you know, I, I've got to get out there and I'm going to flip some houses. So we bought a flip house in uh, the historic district of Pinehurst, North Carolina, and got about halfway through that. I realized like, this is not my gift. Like, I do not have a gift for flipping houses. And that's kind of mm-hmm. like my embarrassing real estate moment is getting, you know, into a, a house and, and not realizing you have a clue what's going on. So I kept going, hey, there's got to be more down this line. I feel led down this path. I'm just, I'm not on the right path. I'm going in the right direction. I'm just not on the right path. And so doing the bigger pockets thing, I figured out that I wanted to be in multifamily. It scales better. It makes sense. It's teamwork. That's what the military does. I can do teams. So found Michael Blanc and that kind of led me to you and, and, and that kind of thing. And even then I was still figuring out like, hey, how do I put this, how do I put this, uh, I don't know, the multifamily thing together. And I started networking and building out that way as well, while we're still finishing out this, this house that I know I'm not supposed to be doing. Um, and then during that course, one of the property management 
teams that I was interviewing, you know, I was talking about, hey, cap rates are compressing. It's really hard to find deals and it's really hard to find teams that want to let you on because everybody's a tight ship. And so he was like, hey, have you ever thought about mobile home parks? And I was the same thing that most people do. I'm not buying a trailer park. Like, that's not what I'm doing. I'm buying apartment buildings. That's where I'm supposed to be. And he was like, okay, well, let me throw you some information. I'll send you some stuff. I'll shoot some deals your way and like run the numbers and see what you think. And I was like, okay, this is awesome. Like, this makes a lot of sense. Like, this is crazy good. Like, I can do this. And he was like, all right, there's a catch. Like, there's a catch with mobile home parks. And he was like, there's no, there's no backstop. Like, there is no management team that you can pull together for that. So in the multifamily world, like, we're going to go find the best property manager that we can find. And we're going to plug that dude in. And we're going to manage that guy and make sure he's doing the asset management correctly. Hey, real estate investors, if you've been enjoying this show for a while or enjoying this content at all, then I'm sure you're going to want to know that we have a mastermind for kingdom-minded real estate investors uh, with folks from all over the country. If you're wondering what is a mastermind, this is a community that we began back in 2020 uh, to really serve faith-minded investors, those who were ambitious in the world of real estate and entrepreneurship, but also passionate about Christ and really wanted a place, an environment, a community uh, where we could really join force, join forces and lock arms with people who are like-minded to really flourish in both of those areas. We also have a ton of fun when we meet in places like Dallas, Orlando, San Diego throughout the year. And so I would love to be able to share with you more details on that. If you go to thekingdomrei.com, that's thekingdomrei.com. You can learn more about our mastermind, hear from our members, and then apply to be a part of this community and give us an opportunity to chat more and see if it's a good fit. Enjoy the show. That doesn't exist in the mobile home park world, like at all, like you're it. So I think that's what scares a lot of people off. And I think that's what, you know, Sisyphus pushing the rock up a hill. Like that's what drew me to it. And it's just like, all right, here's a big rock. And a lot of people don't want to solve it. And and that gets me excited. Like that's the thing nobody else wants to do. Like that's the thing I'm doing. So uh, I've been accused of being a hardaholic. And this, this is probably the best outlet for that. Is that an official so, military term? Hardaholic? <laughs> no, that's a, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's from uh, who not how or something like that, where it's just like you is, insist on doing things the hard way, but it, it probably should be a military term. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, and you and I have that in common as well, because we've spoken quite a bit about the manufactured home space and um, trying to find ways to provide workforce housing. But like you said, you thought about, I'm doing apartment buildings. What is, where does this piece fit in there? And recognizing, wait, I'm still meeting the same goals. I'm still meeting the same needs. It just looks yeah. different. It's packaged different, right? Yeah, for sure. And, and we, so we bought our first park, you know, a couple of months after I listened to that podcast and stumbled into the mobile home park thing that was in uh, October was my first introduction to mobile home parks as an investment class. Uh, so we bought our first park in April of 2020, right at the beginning of COVID. So again, like, don't buy stuff. Like, we don't know if anybody's going to pay their rent, uh, but they did. And it was fantastic. So I learned a lot. Uh, I got to work with a lot of great people and meet people that are, you know, not what you would consider the the trailer trash of, of the investment world. And, you know, they're just great people that are, you know, trying to work on a fixed income or trying to work. They've taken some lumps and like now they're trying to get life going again and, and or they just don't have any financial issues at all. They just don't want to spend a lot on housing yeah. and that's fine too. So we've got all kinds of those in there. So that's what really got us into it. I got my processes down. I 
figured out that, hey, I actually really like doing this. And it's a fun asset class to play in just because there are so many inefficiencies and things to figure out. So, yeah. But to go back to you, why weren't you fearful? Like a lot of folks will be scared to jump in that into the deep end like that. Like what, what allowed you to overcome your fear, not being full-time with this, still in the military? What was it? Yeah, so I think it's a combination of things. And, and, I, and I won't say at all that I wasn't fearful. Uh, I was definitely afraid. And I've had a lot of sleepless nights and some, some hard conversations of, am I on the right path? Like, have I just convinced myself <laughs> that this is what I want to do? And this is not your will at all. So, you know, one thing is like coming from the military, we, I do scary stuff all the time. I've deployed nine times. I've been blown up, shot at, all, all the things. I don't like heights and I've jumped out of a lot of planes, but that's just part of it. You just figure out how to, to get through that stuff. And it's a, one of those things you deal with. So I'm, I'm fairly conditioned by that training to, to, all right, make an assessment, move forward. And then, you know, from a faith standpoint, it's, I don't know, it's probably one of those things where the, you know, hey, this is how you condition your faith. This is your fire. I know you're afraid. I know you don't understand this, but you're going to figure it out. And I want you just to take that step. And I just kept taking steps forward and, you know, kept picking up speed. And, and here I am, you know, two years into mobile home parks and I've got a fun with a, a great team around me and we're, we're off and running and it's, it's successful. And, you know, it, I still have days now where I'm like, oh my goodness, like, what are we doing? Like, ooh, starting to figure it out. But yeah, there's, there's definitely fear and that's okay. I think that's to be expected. If you're, if you're not afraid, you're probably not where you're supposed to be anyway. Hmm. Yeah. Very true. What's your wife think about all of it though? She oh, is, much. she is a rock star. So, and by that, I mean, she's probably got the patience of Job putting up with all my nonsense and my <laughs> friend, because I, I never sit still and I'm up early and I stay up late and I'm running numbers and hitting spreadsheets. And she's like, all right, pause. Like, this is my time. And I'm like, and she's like, we're not arguing about it. Like, this is it. Like from five to eight, you're, you're giving, it's me, me and you and the kids, like just pause. And I'm like, all right, yeah, cool. So she's, she grounds me in a lot of this stuff. And you know, I, I get in that deployment mindset where I'm out there on the, the battlefield, I'm doing my thing and it's 24 seven. And she's like, you're not there anymore. So she's a big part of this transition thing for me. And I think that, you know, that probably speaks to a lot of military guys of, of how do you unplug that? And how do you shift out of that mindset? And, and, you know, part of my transition time. And, and that's been, that's been a real key thing with her is, is helping me adjust to that. Yeah. You know, to go back to the faith part, Bo, I remember, you know, coming out of pastoral ministry and then launching our business. I, I think one of the reasons that took me so long to transition was I thought like being in ministry was the ultimate way to exercise my faith and be close to God. And then I got in the world of entrepreneurship and then like learning to really depend on God for money and stuff like <laughs> the world. Like It is a faith exercise, man. And I think that's what's so powerful about this and is like why I think being in business is such a faithful activity because you are stepping like if you really want to grow and you really want to accomplish something big like you're taking steps constantly and you're not sure what's going to catch you you know what i'm saying like and that's oh, yeah. part of of really growing is like can i go this big right like are there going to be people to really support me behind this i mean talk about the way your funds come together and the partners you've met through your fund because you probably didn't know where those were going to come from when you had this vision, right? So talk about that. Yeah, so you, that's, a, that's spot on. And, and yeah, you, you've definitely, anybody that's been through this probably understands that really well of, 
you know, we got into this and, and it started off with my, my buddy and Chuck and uh, he's my, my partner at, at Fortify Capital here. And again, a very faithful guy and a very purpose driven guy. And his whole thing was, you know, he retired from the army about two years ago and, and like, hey, what's my purpose? And like, what am I supposed to be doing? And then we just kept chit chatting. and he wasn't interested in real estate. He wasn't interested in mobile home parks specifically. And then he just kind of kept going that way. And then, you know, I started talking in your podcast, like, hey, this cat's doing it. Like, this is what we could do. Like, you're a process guy. You're a very detailed guy. Let's go into business. And he was like, okay. So we, again, the education thing you talked about, we, he got on that path of like hyper learning curve of, of learning as fast as possible. And then I end up in the group with you guys and, and Hunter and again, rock stars. And I find you, I find Bethany, I find Christopher Nelson, guys that are just very faith-driven, Bethany's faith-driven, that are like, hey, I'm putting this together for a purpose. And every every step that I've turned to, you know, I find more, you know, Christians that are in this space, that are doing what they're doing for a purpose. You know, even down to my, the Metron submeter guy, the guy that sells us our submeters for water, he's a faith guy out of Colorado. And he's like, hey, we're building this business with Christian principles. And I was like, holy smoke, man, like, we're building ours with Christian principles. Like, that's awesome. So everywhere I turn, like, you know, I keep putting, I keep, you know, running into people that are thinking the same things we are and that are espousing our values and telling them back to me. And I'm like, oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, it, for me, like, that's the kind of stuff I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm on the right path because I keep running into people I need to run into. And you know, when I, when I have a, a hard time and you know, the emotional roller coaster hits of, and I've got that doubt it never fails. Like for the last six months, it's just been one person after another that props me up and says, Hey, you guys are doing awesome stuff. Or I was thinking about that the other day. And, and, you know, it just kind of fills in that gap for you and, and keeps you going to the next, you know, the next place you're supposed to be. And you just keep following those steps until you end up where you're at. Yeah. I want to ask about the, the importance of a mastermind. Both of you are in multiple I mean, we have one, we're all in a different one together too. I mean, just the, in this business, the importance of relationships and, and working with other partners and joining like how significant has that been for both of you in this business, being and investing in networks and getting around other people? Like I'm, I'm Bethany, why don't you start? We'll give Bo a, a breath here, but, um, this, you both are doing big deals. I mean, Bethany, you're taking down, you know, hundred plus unit apartment buildings now, like, how important has relationships been in this business? Because people ask me, how did you grow? I'm like, people, <laughs> like, that's how. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I think that just, just Bo hit the, the nail on the head there when he said that um, he started meeting more and more people that were affirming his core values. And he started realizing, wait a minute, I'm not alone. Wait, there's others that think like this. And when we stop realizing that we need to, th or thinking that we need to do it all ourselves, mm -hmm. suddenly the team almost forms itself. So when we, we've always been a huge believer as a teacher, I've always been a huge believer of the education side of it. So um, I believe that's an ongoing process. And that first group that I joined just kind of set the things in motion that I recognized I needed to hit the ground running to accomplish the things that I needed to do in as quick as time as possible. How I was going to do that was 100% who was going to be around me and who was going to be my support, right? Who could go there and they've already been there so they could lead me this direction or do this or do this or save me from this, but I'm still going to make my mistakes, but I got there so much faster than everybody else. The masterminds were key for our success. All of our other investors that 
try tried to kind of bootstrap it together along the way and the whole bigger pockets are out and you know just doing it all on their own 100 percent all the way they're still in those same position yeah. you know five years down the road they're not anywhere to the level that we're at and it's simply i honestly believe because they didn't join masterminds they didn't surround themselves with people that were you know basically above where they were at trying to surround that influence so i think that was the big key for us yeah yeah, I always say, like, people ask me, how much does a mastermind cost? I say, not as much as it'll cost you if you don't join one. Like, it'll, you know what I'm saying? Like, unless you just want to stay at the same place, and like, Bethany, you know this, how much money I spend going to places just to get around people who think bigger than me. Because I don't want to be in the same place I am 12 months from now. And if I don't hang around people who are, are thinking bigger and dreaming bigger and have bigger faith than me, of course, I'm going to be in the same spot. So, but how about you, man? How, I mean, I know, clearly I know, cause you're starting this fun with people, you know, so, but like, talk to us why that was so significant and why you decided to invest in a mastermind and how that's impacting your business. Yeah. So I, again, I'm going to echo your guys' comments and, and it was a big leap for me. I mean, they're, they're not cheap, but I mean, you, you pay to get around people that think bigger than you and, and that's, you know, the cost of doing business and growing, you know, we look at it like uh, the same, like the Acts church, like you got to be around people that think like you do. You got to be around people that are going to push you and hold you accountable. And for me, like, that's what a mastermind is. Like it's people that, Hey, this is what I'm going to do. Here's how I'm going to do it. And they give you feedback and they help you grow. So the same way it helps in my spiritual life, like I've got to be around people that are going to hold me accountable or I'm going to do some crazy bow stuff. Like it happens. So, um, <laughs> you know, but you get out there and you get around these people and I, and you know, I, I would not be anywhere close to where I'm at without, you know, putting myself in the room with people like you that you, you, you may not be two years ahead of me, maybe six months, but that's six months that I can learn from yeah. and I can pull ahead and, you know, it's, I, I would recommend them to anybody. Kingdom REI is on my, my, my short list. And yeah, yeah well, yeah, I'm, we're, I'm we're, yeah, we're going to get you in, man. We're going to get you in. We're going to pull you in soon, man. Um, yeah. He already but, said, he said South Carolina is only three hours away. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Bo, I don't know. I don't know when this is coming out, but we're doing um, a capital raising workshop uh, with Dan Hanford. We'll talk about it later. September guys, if you're listening before September, we're in Columbia, South Carolina for a, a money raising workshop that we're doing with um, with one of our advisors. But let me ask you this, Bo, um, you know, talking about working with affordable housing, like you talk about doing business with a purpose, business as a mission. Clearly, you're not coming out and saying, hey, we're, you know, we're going out and evangelizing our, our tenants in our mobile home parks. That's not necessarily what we're saying here. But how do you see the kingdom advancing in your fund, man? Like, what, what do you get excited about when you look at the work that you guys are going to be doing at Fortify? Yeah, for sure. And yeah, so Fortify is actually, we're partnered with, you know, Christopher Nelson. We started Thrive Community Fund. So that's kind of what we've cluged together as that team. And, and we're the operational side of that. Um, but the things that gets me excited is the fact that there are so many people that are just kind of getting left uh, left behind, whether it be, I don't know how political a lot of people get, but like the government can't get it done. They're not supposed to. The church is, you know, trying their best to get it done. But at the end of the day, like it's us. And, you know, we're pulling together 300 pads of mobile home parks in one metro area, you know, by the end of the year. 
And like that's 300 families that for whatever reason have ended up where they're at, whether by choice or they just had a hard go. Like those are people that are that are hungry and they're they're fighting and life is hard. Life is harder on them than, than you know it is for me right now. And like, hey, sometimes somebody just needs you to help. If there's one less thing you have to worry about of can my kids go outside and play and it's safe. And is, is it affordable? Am I going to get my rent raised by 600 bucks next month? Like, like those are like catastrophic life-changing events for these people and being able to stabilize housing for, for people in need like that is, is something that, that just, you know, that's what gets us going. That's what gets us up and makes us care. Like, all right, Hey, cool. Like there's a bunch of asset classes. You can make money in real estate, like driven people are making money everywhere. For us, like the thing that excites us is, is building that community and, and helping those people, you know, have an affordable place to live. I grew up and I lived in a trailer and it's like, all right, like it can get sporty. Like there are definitely some things that if you do not address them uh, with a firm hand and like parents don't feel comfortable letting their kids play outside and nobody wants that. So, you know, coming from the military, like I'm, I'm okay with being firm and setting rules and executing plans. And I think that, you know, all kind of, again, it just kind of works together and, and serves itself kind of going in a circle. So yeah, that's, that's where we're at. And that's what really pushes us into this. Yeah. I think the verse that comes to my mind, you know, is we're got, you know, a lot of verses where it talks about God is our refuge. God is our fortress, right? God is our stronghold. And I think about, yeah. And I don't know if that's what you deal with fortify, yeah. but I think about you, you are reflecting the image of God. And I think that's so much about business that is so beautiful that we overlook is like, the 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 activity of providing home the activity of creating shelter in a safe place for people to thrive and be a family into like that is of god like that is being an image bearer of the god that we serve and so um really encouraged by that man yeah thanks man it's uh it's fun and it's it is it's a lot of uh a lot of what goes into it and yeah, I mean, and, and I mean, to, to, we're not evangelizing specifically, but yeah, we are. We're trying to represent that. Like, hey, here's a little bit of hope. Yeah. And we've talked to local churches uh, in the area. Hey, are, we're we're setting up meetings, and you know, Bethy and I have talked extensively about this with apartment life and you know things like that. Of how does something like that translate into into the mobile home park space? And it hasn't really been done yet. But you know, there's some really big churches in Fayetteville that you know they send missionaries all over the world. So they've got you know, a huge huge mission set that, that that comes into play here where we're talking to them and like hey we're not going to evangelize but you know if you're if the people that are going to be missionaries need an affordable place to live while they're going through your courses we know some spots and you can right. live amongst people that you know would probably love to hear something about a little bit of hope in their life so mm. we're working on it mm. Yeah, it's a great way to connect those those folks to church then, especially when a lot of them feel church is off limits to them, like they need to be cleaned up first or somehow they need to be somebody different before they can grace the doors. So it's a great opportunity there for sure. Yeah. Uh, before we know, I want to talk, I was just talking with an investor about mobile home park investing and cap rates compressing and finding deals. I mean, what, how are you making this work? How are you finding good deals in the mobile home park space? Are you developing pads? Are you buying existing stuff? And and how are you making things really work from a yield perspective? Uh, I love how we can just go back from like faith to like real estate economics, but this is my show. I can do what I want. So like, it's really fun <laughs> just to talk about it. So like, tell me, like I'm a deal maker, right? So like, how are you yep. getting this stuff done? 
So I think, yeah, we looked at that and a lot of the people that you see like cap rates are like, they're compressing as fast as the multifamily spaces right now. A lot of those are compressing in a certain niche. So once you get above a hundred pads, like that's like institutional stuff, really big guys are buying that and they are buying all over the country because you have to search countrywide, like the entire Southern United States to find those deals. And they're all competing against each other because they got to move large sums of capital. Uh, then you get that 50 to 100 space deal where, you know, you know that's some of the mid-sized guys are coming in like that would be growing up and but they've got good money and they've got they can bid and again those are compressing as well. And then you get to the smaller stuff and then if you're going to buy smaller stuff it, it's hard to buy a 20 pad park you know, in one city by itself, the numbers just don't work. You can't make that happen. So what, you know, Chuck and I sat down and, and did is like, Hey, let's just get hyper-focused. Let's get hyper-focused on one area and let's be the experts in that market. So we know all the brokers in that, that market, the Fayetteville market that are selling mobile home parks that talk mobile home parks, every, you know, everybody in that area, like we've got people cold calling and sending out flyers to that market. So extremely hyper-focused. So, when people think about, hey, I've got a small park and, and I'm not getting any of the flyers and my cap rates aren't compressing. This bow, this redneck from, you know, it sounds country is all get out. Like he keeps calling me and he's pestering me. I think this cat really wants it. And I've talked to other people and he's bought their parks and it went really well. And so I think it's just a change in mindset. Like I don't wanna have to go compete and I don't wanna have to, you know, chase the cap rates to the bottom. I've just gotta find another ocean. And uh, yeah, it's, it's working out well for us right now and, and we're moving and, the yields are working and we, we brought in some, you know, capital partners and fun guys with more experience. Cause I was like, Oh, this is going to really work. Let me bring in somebody else that has seen a, a deal or two. So again, people with more experience I met in the mastermind and Hey, check my numbers, run through this with me. And yeah, it's working out. And, and the numbers are, are where we said they were going to be. So for us, it's, it was, you know, cut away everything else, hyper-focus on one area, limit the, the stuff we're looking at and yeah, dig in. I love what you said there. Focus, or focus, and doing the things that the bigger like like. How do you break into the space? Think about even Fayetteville. There's probably no direct flight from New York to Fayetteville, Arkansas. Uh, maybe there is. I don't know. But like this is Fayetteville, North Carolina. Fayetteville, no, North Carolina. There, yeah, there's, even, there's even smaller. Not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And so to think about doing the things that the big money won't do. And, and that's why I love real estate, man. It's, it, it really levels the playing field if you're willing to work and get creative. So, uh, you know, for people are asking, hey, how do I break in? How do I do this? Like, what he just said, go find your, go find a blue ocean. You know, go know, like know your market, move to a market and focus there and, and, and know everyone and do the things that a lot of the bigger people aren't willing to do. That's a great way to break in. Bethy, maybe you can speak on that and how you guys have done that. But I, I think I think that's a tremendous tip for those listening. That's that's exactly right. What we did, everybody, we live um, when before the RV, we were about an hour north of Seattle. Everybody wanted to play in Seattle and everybody wanted to be in that fishbowl. And I'm like, you guys are crazy. I'm out. And we went even further north um, to smaller markets that we were just in those secondary and tertiary markets, right? Where we knew the path of progress was coming and it was just gonna be a matter of time because people have to live somewhere. And if they can't afford you know, downtown because it's too expensive, they'll keep moving out until they can find a place that they can afford. So that's where those smaller towns 
they really are great pockets to be able to reach out. And for us, same thing, Bo, it was reaching out directly to those um, small mom and pop places, you know, or landlords that had three or four rentals, the kids, they wanted to retire, the kids didn't want anything to do with it, you know, and just continually calling, calling, calling. And the letters of all things, most people say the letters get like terrible return rates. In our smaller markets, those letters got fantastic rates, but we weren't doing institutionalized letters, right? These were handwritten. These were, you know, quick notes. Hey, I'm your neighbor, right? You know, truth and fact, right? Hey, I'm your neighbor. I want to buy your place. I love this, you know, any interest, things like that. And it made a huge difference. So your scrappiness has shown through, Bo. Very cool. <laughs> Some people call it scrappy. Some people call it stubborn. So, <laughs> well, man, I'm pumped about your future, dude. I can't wait to hear and just see how this fund continues to grow and the investors and the tenants that are blessed, man, and what you guys are doing. Where can folks go to really follow follow you, learn more about this, uh, let folks know how they can get in touch with you? Yeah, so you can go to thrivecommunity.fund and that's thrive, just like you're thriving in a community. So, uh, Go there, follow along. Uh, we've got a team, the rest of our team that's going to be putting together updates on that, keeping people informed on what's going on and how to get involved with, with where we're at and what's going to be coming next. Uh, you can also follow us on, on Fortify CG on Instagram, and we'll be posting updates there as well. Awesome. We'll make sure we get all that linked in the show notes. Man, I just it's so fun. It's so fun to hear like and it's so I, I know your story it's connections it's one connection leads to another connection here you are building a fund having a team and you know it's like i just don't want people to overthink this like just like get into the i always say like get into the ecosystem because once yep. you're in the stream it's like your mind your eyes the opportunities are open but so many people are trying to make decisions when they're not in the stream of things and that's impossible to do, right? Like if you're not around people who are thinking, talking, doing big stuff, and you're trying to, and you're trying to make decisions about doing it, it's impossible because mm -hmm. you're, you're not in line with other people. And so I just love that, man. I, it's so cool to hear it, see the momentum building and growing and yeah. uh, pump for you guys. So keep, keep it up. Yeah. And I, I, again, to echo that, like, just like you said, get in the stream and God's going to put the people there to, to yeah. fill in your gaps. Like it's a team sport for a reason. Just get in and, and put your arm around somebody that's going to help you get where you need to go and yeah. swim with them. Yeah. Bethany, what yeah, do you think well, about, what do you think about co-hosting? Was this, uh, was this fun? Should we do this again? Oh, I always have fun. It's always a good time. Yes, definitely for sure. But I wanted to tell Bo, you better send me a picture. I want to see a picture of the RV and the family and your first stop, wherever that is, even if it's All your right. backyard to test it out. <laughs> Bo, you're getting the RV too? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, 20 years in the army, I've seen the world in almost every state and, and the wife's not having it. She's like, I want to go see things. So wow. we got the kids, we're homeschooling and now we're going to go uh, give them the history of the United States via via RV. You guys should do like your own podcast of terrible Wi-Fi and RV stories. You know what I mean? <laughs> I will definitely write about it in the blog. He'll have his own article. It'll be great. That's awesome. You guys can do like your own RV party. Hey, well, everyone, I, I've loved, loved this show man really really grateful for bethany and, and bo uh if you if you if you enjoyed this show as well make sure you screenshot 
uh, go follow us on LinkedIn. Tag us all. Say, hey, I love this episode. Let us know what you enjoyed. Um, support this show. Support the message of this show of really helping kingdom entrepreneurs really thrive in their business and their faith and their family. And so the best way to do that, seriously, is screenshot this, share this with a friend, um, and let people know what you're listening to. That really goes a long way. Uh, we will see you next week. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Bethany. Thanks, Bo. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Hey, real estate investors, I hope this show has given you permission to go out into the world and crush it in the name of Jesus. If you want to learn more about our community and locking arms and joining forces with other like-minded investors like yourself, go to thekingdomrei.com to learn more about our mastermind and send an application. We'll see you next week.